1: VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients.
0: As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop.
1: Learn more at metacom impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV, and the reality is, a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life changing moments, life changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Hey, welcome to With Wit. This week has been great, really, really, really productive. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw that I dyed my hair. I went really full on. I did like a full bleach and tone, which I had been debating for a while and then decided just to go for it. It's like a little bit too white gray at the moment, so it needs a second processing, but I was at the salon for 10 hours on Saturday and Bianca, my colorist, didn't want to do any more to my hair. So I'm going back on Thursday just for a little bit more of a tone, a little bit more of like a golden color. I love the blonde. Like I feel so much more myself. I feel happier. Is that weird? Like could the bleach have done something to my endorphins? I don't know, but it just feels good. It really, really does. I also cooked dinner (laughs) Which doesn't sound that revolutionary, but I mentioned that I have been really wanting to learn to cook. I'm starting this thing where every Friday I'm cooking Shabbat dinner. I made a beef stew this past Friday, it was delicious. I felt so good providing food for my whole family. I felt so good actually accomplishing it. And once I did it, it wasn't as hard as I thought it was. So that always feels good, just to like. Something and realize that you can accomplish it, even though it's intimidating. That was really major for me and for my confidence. And then, yeah, this week, I what are my goals for this week? Well, I wanted to work out a couple times, which I got to do this morning. I went to a hot yoga class, felt so nice to be back in there. I am definitely going to do that consistently. Like I'm going to put the Tuesday class at 9 a.m. in my calendar every week. And then I'm doing a tennis clinic on Fridays now, which is really good for me and my cardio. I just want to make sure that I'm working out at least three to four times a week because I've learned about myself. I just don't feel present. I don't feel complete. I don't feel positive unless I've gotten those sillies out. So I really, really, really have to tune into that and make sure that I stay consultant and small goals, right? I think we've learned through doing this podcast that having small achievable goals is so much more realistic and attainable for us than trying to be like, oh, I'm going to get five workouts in next week. I'm going to do it for a month. And then It's like you do that for the month. And then after that month, you're like burnt out from it. So just figure out how it can work into your schedule. I have such a fun, exciting episode today. I just finished recording. So I'm recording this intro after. I'm still smiling ear to ear. Amanda Hirsch is just the funniest, the host of Not Skinny But Not Fat, her podcast. She's just so cool and relatable and interesting and smart and has perspective on things and doesn't take shit too seriously and has so much confidence. She's just so, so awesome. I am just so grateful to have this podcast and have the opportunity to talk to people like her because it just gives me such boosts of confidence and like such great moments of connection. Thank you to all of you for listening and making the show happen. I'm so appreciative of all your support for These past years and so excited for all that is to come. So, okay, my podcast today, Amanda Hirsch, host of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Her show is home for everything pop culture, celebrity gossip, and reality TV recaps on My Cup of Tea. Her self-deprecating humor, her honesty, her relatability will just have you hooked. We talked about the Vanderpump Rules, how she got into this industry, how she let her confidence and manifesting get her into what she's doing today, how she prepares for important conversations, and just how she balances her life of growing this brand of not skinny but not fat, but also maintaining her relatability and being a mom. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Here is Amanda. Amanda. I'm so excited to have you on. I've been wanting to chat with you for a while. My sis loves you. And it's just like you're the actual coolest.
0: For too. You both sound the same. It's crazy. I know
1: everyone. No one can tell our voices apart.
0: Or like that too with my sisters. I'm like, ugh.
1: Your sister lives in the city, right?
0: My younger sister lives in my building. Right. Older sister lives three blocks away.
1: So did you grow up in the city?
0: Yeah. In the Bronx, actually, I was born in the Bronx in Riverdale and lived here. Then I started like kind of yo-yoing between New York and and Israel, where my mom is from. Mm -hmm. So I Mm -hmm. I was born here until seven Israel, seven to 14 here, 14 to 22 they're 22 to 27. Okay. And I'm here since I was 27. Oh, a my while. God. I know. It's a lot of back and forth. That's really
1: cool, though. I feel like that's probably what maybe has kept you like really grounded.
0: Yeah, I think also more like I look, you know, that movie Sliding Doors with Gwyneth Paltrow. Duh. I know. <sighs> Isn't it like. It's just one of those things that you always reference and it just is life. I wonder how much that got in like Rotten Tomatoes. Imagine it's like a 23. Oh, my
1: God. It was so good. I actually think about that all the time. I'm like if I didn't leave Boulder because I went to University of Colorado at Boulder and like hated it. it was not for me. I don't know why I decided to go there. And if I didn't leave there and then start USC and then like would never have been on TV, you know, if I had just stuck it out at Boulder, who knows what would have happened. But it's so it's so weird.
0: But yeah, in terms of the growing up, yeah, I look and I'm like the sliding doors for me would have been, you know, just growing up here. I would have probably went to like a private school, you know, in New York. Who knows? Like I, you know, in New York, growing up is crazy too. Yeah. Like when I came back for for high school, I ended up going to a public school that was like very liberal, liberal arts. There weren't grades; there were like assessments. Like we, super. I went to that
1: kind of school too. Yeah, oh, we really? had like credit, no credit, or like credit plus.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I know, and it was so not me. I don't know how I ended up in that school, mm-hmm. but. But it would like shaped me differently. It's so weird that it's just like where you end up. Yeah. And how you. But I'm happy that I had those experiences. Even living in Israel, a lot of times when I go there now, they have, because it's so small, the country is like the size of New Jersey. Mm-hmm. I'm like a success story to them. Yeah. You're you know? like the,
1: um, living the American dream. <laughs>
0: but you really are and they invite me on like morning shows and shit so I I go I know it's really funny I love it so I do that and it's funny because they like to kind of take credit for where I'm at in a way they'll be like it's because of that you know Israeli chutzpah that you have that you you know you've got and I'm like (laughs) okay anyway what was your trajectory to, to doing this well to be honest I was always obsessed with pop culture and Mm -hmm. entertainment and celebrities like I was that girl going with my mom to the like stop and chop and her being like help me you know get this list I'd be like okay and then you'd find me like at the cashier like with star magazine every Friday the new one yeah Jennifer Aniston knocked up with you know triplets and it used to be like just (laughs) lies which (laughs) is so crazy You'd read all the I'd read all the shit. I get yelled at by the cashiers like, you have to buy this. I'm like, my mom's not buying this. For me. Yeah, <laughs> she's not giving me a subscription to like Seventeen magazine. So that was like my shit. Then when blogs became a thing, I was like on the celebrity blogs like mm-hmm. all day, every day. And like in my family, you know, everyone would always say like, you know, we see her like doing, you know, being on the red carpet and like doing a new and like none of that seems like you could actually get it. But it would be like, yeah, I see myself doing that, too. But right. like. But but because I also grew up in a household that was like, well, that's really cute, but you have to get your degree. You have to like have a job. You have to whatever. It's so stupid looking back, like in high school, went to a guidance counselor. She was like, what do you want to major? In? And I'm like, I don't know. And she was like, well, you're really good with like people and talking. You should do communications. I was like, OK. like that's how I decided on my major so I went to college for like advertising copywriting public relations and actually got into it like loved because I love writing I'm not surprised yeah so I loved like the writing part of like advertising and whatever thought I would do that got all the internships like every single summer but I always like had this thing where I felt like I'm making kind of like a pact with like the universe where I'm like, okay, I'm doing this thing, but you know what I really want. So I'm going to like, you know, throw little darts at what I really want, mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. commit to it completely, but do weird things. So I would like, you know, I minored in acting in in, in college was like, who cares that I minored in acting? Like what's a minor. But to me that felt like I was doing something that was like towards that goal of being in the entertainment industry totally. but like I'm not going to commit to it I'm not going to sleep You're in my gonna car try in LA all
1: these different things yeah I'm going to try
0: the little things like when I lived in Israel I um cuz here it's obviously hard to get an agent the way it works in America is like you have to like be in something so in Israel I lied to them that I like went to like Juilliard or something That's amazing and and got an agent <laughs> and like got parts that were like cool because they needed the, like American, like a an American girl for something. So I was like, I'm gonna be an actress here, and like really Stop. thought that was gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> and so I was always doing little things where you know I'd like send headshots in to fucking weird places. I would like email. I'd have like a off day at like the internship I was at, and like like I'd search agents on fucking what's it called who IMDb. represents yeah yeah like who represents find their email like i would do all this weird shit good for you just to like put it out in the universe mm-hmm. that like yeah there are those people that i think of them a lot like the sleep in their cars people they'll mm-hmm. leave their you know drop out of high school at and 16 go, and like, move to la by themselves it. yeah no it's and that's extreme. amazing mm-hmm. but like that wasn't me mm-hmm. i was like the the like little things person so when I finished college I uh went to Israel just for like a few weeks I ended up meeting my now husband mm-hmm. staying with him there I was like not even working in like m- advertising marketing because like there wasn't really that kind of a vibe and also I didn't really know in Hebrew how to do the things that I do in English And right. though I'm fluent just not, not the same right so I worked like odd jobs and would keep telling my husband like If we were in America, like I'd be this and I'd be all these like huge things. I'd be like, you saw it for yourself, though. I saw it. I like saw myself. I had this like confidence. It's actually delusional. I can feel it from you. It's like (laughs) I'm I'm so jealous of it. But yeah, it's it's I literally had that of like, I would be so big. Like you don't know. (laughs) Like I see my name in stars. Yeah. Yeah. Like that kind of vibe. (laughs) And then what the funny story that we always reference this day is like. Said that, said that. We ended up moving here, got here. No stars, you yeah. know. Um, <laughs> like, could barely get a cool job, and all I wanted was like, okay, if I'm not gonna do something cool that I thought I'd end up doing, let me at least get a cool job. So I even tried everything behind the scenes, and like, yeah. people would be like, "Wait, to even get like a a a really." starting role, you have to have some sort of experience. Have had internships, but mm-hmm. all my internships was in other shit. And they were mm-hmm. like, why are you trying to do this? So I like started here when we moved here in 2015. I I had I got like a recruiting job. Like the last fucking shit. And I always felt Winnie, like I would, I'm sure a lot of people feel like this. Like I would work these jobs and I'd be like, this isn't me. Mm-mm. Like I'm not a recruiter. For this. Yeah. Like you know, I recruiting- meant-, yeah, no, no. meant to like do cool shit. I remember once I posted on Facebook, cool girl looking for cool jo- profession, like literally I love that. that. And I'm saying this, even though it might be embarrassing and cringe, because I know so many people can feel that way, too. Like you're stuck at a job. You're like, I'm fucking cooler than this. Like I'm I should be doing something that. Or, or when I worked odd jobs in Israel, I was like a bookkeeper at some point for like this American company. Mm-hmm. And and people would meet me and be like, what do you do? And I'm like, it doesn't represent me. Totally. Like that's how it starts. Totally. I be like it doesn't represent me, but I'm a bookkeeper. Like, because I'm not a bookkeeper. No, you know, it just no. never felt, and never felt right. And then... I think like all of that, like because today there's that word manifesting, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. which is what
1: something that I I also really do. Like same as you like, I like to visualize it. And I also like to like plant little seeds that I think are going to be like the foundation of it. But you're right. But it's like you'll you'll figure it out as it goes, what it is. But you know that there's like certain small steps you can take to to kind of get there. Exactly. And now a word from our sponsor. Okay, so I talked about top golf last week. And have you gone since we spoke? You must. I really, really, really want you to try it. It's so, so, so much fun. I cannot believe this weather right now. It's still raining in Los Angeles. I'm listening to it as we speak. Everyone in LA is so annoyed with it. Saying we live in Seattle. And if you are here in Seattle or somewhere else where the rain won't quit, listen. To this about Top Golf. It's an activity that you can do indoors. Okay, so Top Golf is an enormous entertainment venue with a driving range and a lounge with beverages and games. It has all of the fun of the outside, but with the comforts of the inside. You'll play at comfy, heated bays in the winter and cooled bays in the summer. The very best part about top golf is it doesn't matter if you've never played golf. I'm serious. Everyone can play, even if you don't know how to swing a club. We went with our fam recently, and one of us had had experience. Some of us had not, but it was the best night. It's a wonderful change of pace from a simple dinner out. Top Golf has clubs, balls, tea, and turf, but beyond golf, you'll find loud music, giant TVs, and a handcrafted food and beverage menu. It's a place full of activity and a good time. I'm sure it will be a highlight of your weekend. I highly, highly recommend you check it out. It's golf. It's not golf. It's Top Golf. Download the app, book a bay, and come play around. I love traveling. I would travel once, maybe twice a month if I could. I love getting out, I love exploring places. But It would be ideal if I could avoid the chaos of getting there, right? The actual travel part of it is the most annoying. Imagine checking in for your flight, though, 20 minutes before takeoff and being right on time. That is the JSX experience. JSX stands for joyful, simple experience. Skip the long lines and airport hassles and save up to two hours on every trip when you fly a JSX between crowd free private terminals. A minimum of two bags, Up to 50 pounds each can be checked for free as part of every fare. Sit back and stretch out when flying on board 30 seat jets complete with business class legroom. Enjoy complimentary gourmet snacks, refreshments, cocktails, and Starlink Wi-Fi in flight. JSX was the global launch customer for this Wi-Fi. It's high speed and low latency. JSX is pet-friendly, family-friendly, and hassle-free. It's the only air carrier to be autism certified too. JSX flies nationwide with crowd-free non-stops flights. JSX flies nationwide with crowd-free nonstop flights. Experience the ultimate travel hack with hop-on jet service, JXX, and discover your favorite new way to fly. Enjoy all the perks of private jet flying without the price tag and book by the seat on JSX.com. Experience travel redesigned and book JXX today at JSX.com. Visit JSX.com to book your flight today. Okay, back to the chat. For anybody out there that's listening who's in that kind of rut, like putting it out there and the more the more you say it and the more open
0: you are to whatever, like there's so much power in that. It really... So much. So much. And like work towards it in a way. And again, yes. it's important for me to say... You don't have to like die, live, breathe, like, you know, give up your whole life. Mm-hmm. Some people do that because they're so passionate. But I think like just as much as you can do, given your situation, do like yeah. my biggest thing is always like that that sentence about, you know, how are you going to win the lottery if you don't fucking buy a ticket like you're not going to fucking win. So I was always doing a real embarrassing shit. And with this with this account, I think like the way that it was born was so random. But looking back, it wasn't, you know, because looking back, it was like all these things. But like it was like a mixture of everything that you had been doing and experiencing. Yeah. And like also starting it out of, you know, today a lot of people want to start shit to like be an influencer or be, you know, make money off brand deals like when I started my Instagram in 2016, it was like, like starting a blog or starting a like it. I wasn't thought out. You, you know? didn't know it wasn't, that there was
1: going to it was going to be such a business. No, or, it no. was just.
0: Oh my god! I still to this day like, you know, I just did Lauren Skin Confidential's, and she's very businessy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, "You're a brand," and I'm like, "I am so bad at that shit." Yet, I want to be a little bit better but I also kind of like that about myself because like the passion will always come first to me but when I started the Instagram it was literally like I'm depressed we had just moved to New York I'm working a recruiting job I see that people are like doing things on Instagram that aren't just like posting pictures of themselves and like why not, you know, it was like a it was like a bedtime thought that i actually did in the morning cuz that's also the type of person i am. Like i'll think about something, i'll do it if it's ugly, if it's half-assed, whatever, i'll do it in the morning. Like i'll do it and, you know, slowly but but surely we are where we are today and i i truly can't believe it. Like every time i get to do something cool, every day that i get to talk to people that i think are Amazing, or even you know, even p- people that are doing TV or or movies. it's like that's what interests me so much. And like to get to talk to them about their process or about, you know, I care about everything. I want to hear about the audit. like i it's I know just it's so fascinating cool. to yeah. me.
1: Is that your and, favorite part of your job? Like, what's yeah. your favorite part of your job that you
0: get to do? Listen, the interviewing like isn't the easy part. How enjoyable is that process? Well, I think it depends like on the guests. There are guests that like were dreams actually about them. I get less nervous because I have so many questions. I could like not, you know, look at a piece of paper. My yeah, phone yeah. once like, yeah. put me in a room. I'll fucking go. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like podcasting has changed a lot. I get so many like pitches from interesting people that you're like, okay, hey, I wouldn't like have gone after them myself. But yeah, of course I'd interview them like they're interesting and they're cool, and I'd like them on my show. Mm-hmm. So for those things, that's like work. When it's like, okay, I'm not a huge fan of this person, but I, so I need to like get to you know have to them. Like, be and a I journalist to, and like I have to exactly. be a journalist. Yeah, but I think that is because connecting with people. You know, I just had recently Bill Lawrence. He's the creator of Scrubs and Ted Lasso mm-hmm. and and Shrinking now and and all this shit. And it he was such a rant. And I also love how things happen. Like he started following me. This like. <laughs> really, you know, veteran TV maker and was so cool. And, you know, it's just so because I'm not like an influencer circles in New York. Like these are the people I want to know. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, you'd probably be surprised to know how many actual like industry insiders
1: there are following you. Like there's tons you know don't you want to know like who everyone is that's following you
0: (laughs) I know I do I it's, I know it's like how do you the reason I knew about him was because he was so funny I'd posted him and Krista Mill like I was like did you guys know that the creator of Scrubs dated his wife was on the show Mm -hmm. and I posted a picture of them and he he DM'd me and was like you couldn't find a fatter picture of me (laughs) and I was like, like oh my god I was like, you're funny. Like that was just so funny because yeah. it wasn't the the most flattering picture. But yeah. I was like, I love a guy that like cares what he looks like in pictures. 100. Um, but but it's a really cool. It's really cool to meet people. Yeah, I really I really love that part to meet people and talk to them and have them like like and appreciate what you do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like mm-hmm. a. I'm like you like what I I like. What, how do you even? So that's really really cool. And and I've allowed myself to like dream more since that you know that mm-hmm. started happening and mm-hmm. I'm you know getting a lot of cool guests. It's like the dreams kind of you're like oh my god they're actually like, happening. It's so important to
1: be mindful and like take all this into. It's something that I wish looking back on like my career that I had done a little bit more. And I remember my mom always was like, keep a journal, you know, and I wish I had. Cause there wasn't social media when like I started doing the hills and all this stuff. And there's so much stuff that I got to do and people I got to meet. And like I wish I was, I, but was you just were so young. I was so young. I was so young. I wasn't as present. So I just feel like for you, like just soak it all in. I mean, not that the, know. it's not that it's gonna go away, but just like the opportunities that you have right now are so awesome.
0: What you're saying, Whitney, because yeah. like age, I feel like mm-hmm. is such an important I mean, obviously, there are young people that can succeed and and be fine. Right. And obviously, there are young people that we see falling the fuck apart, like all these child stars and and whatever that Mm -hmm. you just feel for Mm -hmm. because you're like, no, fame happened to you too young. Totally. And
1: you weren't able to process it.
0: Yeah, but not even on like that kind of level. Like that's I'm talking like Justin Bieber, Amanda Bynes, Britney Spears vibes. Right. Mm-hmm. But even in this world of like Internet, social media, I see sometimes like young people, you know, really like overnight, get the success, get the teams, the PRs, the fucking whole shebang. Get so caught up and then get so caught up. Yeah. think they're like a list, you know, Julia Roberts. Mm-hmm. And I and I don't even, I'm not like mad at it. I'm more like. I'm so happy for me that I'm 34 and have a family and I'm able to, like, do cool things, mm-hmm. but also really realize, like, what's important. You have a grasp on on uh, your
1: life. reality, 100%. And, and, yeah. and, of
0: course, I hope that it lasts forever, but I remind myself all the time. Like you know, where you're I at guess. now. Yeah, yeah. I
1: know it's and, hard. It's and it's But hard when to- you're
0: young, like mm-hmm. for you, I look back for you because I was obviously a huge fan of the show. Mm-hmm. Who was that guy you did? Was he Italian? What Jay
1: he? from Australia. Yeah. Uh, he was a hobby. Uh, I think we loved <laughs> Jay. Adored him. Was so was so grateful for him because I was so nervous to show my personal life. Like coming from the hills where I didn't have to show any of it. I I was so nervous and I met him on camera, which was lucky. And he like really wanted to be famous. So it, how old were you when you were doing all that? So I started filming The Hills at 20 and then I moved to New York around 24, I think, to to do the city. So the but city. I was the same like I was the same as you. I just... I don't know whether it's like growing up in big cities or whether it's how we were raised, but I just never, I, I didn't want to do the TV show because I wanted to be famous. Like I did it because I wanted to have a clothing line. And I thought that this would be like a fun like way to do that. And I think that the people and like not to pat ourselves on the back, but you can, you can sense that. And I think that's why so many people gravitate towards you because there's no ego, you know, you're like also everyone's best friend and you have perspective on life and you know that you're talking sometimes about like frivolous things, but you have fun with it,
0: you know? Yeah. Sometimes about frivolous I things. mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> 98% of the time about frivolous Not things. Not even. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk
1: about some of the major moments for you. Like so, what have been some of the most exciting, like fulfilling
0: moments? I think... You know, obviously the big interviews that I had to, that I got to do with like the Kardashians were really cool. So, cool. Um, were you nervous I, for
1: uh, for any of those? No, I can't even imagine
0: not being nervous. I know, but it's like it's weird to. What, what, okay, so what's nervous? It's like, of course, I'm gonna like have to go to the bathroom before. Yeah, you know? yeah. At At Skims HQ, but it's like I got this. Like, it's. That was the feeling going in, is like good for you. I could. Yeah. I have so many questions for Kim Kardashian. Like, are you kidding me? What? A, it's not. I'm more nervous when I have a guest, and it's like, what am I going to ask them? This was like after the Kanye divorce, and she was just dating Pete. I mean, like, who wouldn't, you know, have a gazillion questions? Yeah, to to ask her. But I think I I do when I used to audition for acting stuff, it was the same way for me. I'd be in the waiting room. I'd like have to go to the bathroom, like shit, mm-hmm. my pants. <laughs> I would get in and I would just be like, you know. I got you, this. You're not like nervous because it's not like a job. These things aren't like a job interview where you're like, you have time to really think about it while you're in there. Mm-hmm. Or it's just, you have a job, you just start going. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's how I feel in those moments. I think that any opportunity that I got to do like red carpet stuff was really cool for me. I just got to do for the JLo movie Shotgun Wedding. They invited me to do the the red carpet for Amazon. And those moments are cool because it's like how fun to like interview these people. And it also made me realize what my dream is. Like my dream used to be being on the red carpet and interviewing. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. No,
1: I did that once. I felt so outside no, it, of
0: my comfort zone.
1: I was freaking out. I, I did it once at like the AMAs because I was like, oh, this could be something good for me. Like maybe I'm, you know, this could be like the next transition.
0: And it was so nerve wracking. Like, no, it's a lot. I mean, it's I, I think that personally for me, like I can be good at it. Like yeah. it's part of what You're quick. I do. You're really quick. Yeah. But it's like and I feel comfortable and like I'm not in the moment like so timid. Yeah. But in in terms of like enjoyment for me, that's not like my dream. No. Like I used to think I wanted to like go like this. Like I don't even I don't want to hold the mic to your face, no. you know, Mm-mm. like that's not. And after you experience like podcasting where it's so much more you know, relax and conversational. And, and the like people want to be there. Exactly. That's the next thing I want to say. Like yeah. The people want to be there and it's not their publicist bringing them over yeah. and being like, "Ugh, oh, like, yeah. So That's the worst so,
1: feeling about that job. It's like, it's so cool to be like a correspondent and you want to be able to show your personality. And it feels like
0: a great step but then you're like oh god why I'm just like it's so much more fun to do like tv where you're like edit you could be edited together like yes talking about like not like there's podcasts which is really fun conversational there's like tv which like you can talk 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 and then be edited and and the producers put it together and yeah red carpet stuff where it's like boom 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 that I got to do for me those things are fun like as a personal fun experience you know and as part of like here's another thing I can do and here's another part of my career. But yeah, but it's also fun to kind of realize like what, what kind of things you want more Mm -hmm. or want less, but, but it's just really fun to have so many things that you can do with, you know, my love and passion for, You know, entertainment, celebrities, Mm -hmm. television, Mm -hmm. movies. It's just very cool. It is so
1: cool. It's so fun what you get to do. And it's so, like, light and refreshing, too.
0: My sister went to college for pre-med. She volunteered in Africa with an organization that was, like, helping people with AIDS. Okay, okay. okay. Meanwhile, I'm, like, the (laughs) stupid bitch that I am, you know? And I won't forget, like, we were at a dinner with, like, family and and friends of my of my mom's and they were like what are you going to college for and I was like public relations and advertising (laughs) and my sister was like of course because Amanda's superficial and all she cares about is like celebrities and like whatever and this was when I was this before college so it's like 16 17 Mm -hmm. and I got so offended I like cried I think I poured like like uh, the hot coffee I had in my hand uh-huh. but it used to be not cool yeah, you I was know it used ask to be if you not af- cool
1: right I was gonna ask if that ever how, how if you ever have feelings about that like weird feelings about what you're doing I sometimes felt like because I was on reality TV I got pigeonholed into maybe thinking that people weren't taking me seriously like I wonder if you do you ever feel that way
0: this like or do you know? I mean, no, no, you, you're you just way more I don't. confident than me. No, no yeah. it's not, I don't know if it's a confident thing. It's like a, I was there when I thought it was stupid, you know, and I was right. there when I when I felt insecure that I liked these things. And I was there when I told you I went to high school. It was liberal arts. All my friends cared about like political things and they were. Protesting different causes, and I was, you know, reading magazines. So, and I did feel insecure, but I was getting straight A's, and I was really smart at school. But right, it's like one doesn't have to to do with the other. Smart, right? Yeah, yeah. But I think that today it's really fun because even though you know, my favorite comments on like when E News will post something is like, "Who cares?" You know, when people (laughs) you're like, "Why are you following?" (laughs) And entertain. I love those comments. I literally look who for them did? sometimes because yeah. they make me giggle because it'll be like an article about like, you know, Shakira and like Gerard Piquet and someone be like, who even cares about this? I'm like, are you following? You are following whatever. Enid? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and like taking <laughs> the time is, to write that.
0: Yeah. And like people care. People they fucking do care. We do. And more than you. People care so much. And I think it's just, you know, obviously there's a fine line because there are some toxic fandoms out there that celebrities have and those people go wild and like Mm -hmm. are mean-spirited sometimes and whatever. Mm -hmm. But I think that like celebrities care about celebrities. I mean, that's the amount of like celebs that follow me and are like engaged and involved Mm -hmm. in like, oh my God, so-and-so this or so-and-so that Mm -hmm. or like that. Because people care. It's interesting. It's fun. It's most of the time. Yeah. I want to talk about like
1: uh, some of the current scandals right now because obviously I'm following Scandaval and I know you did a whole episode on it and I need to listen to it. I thought that like Ariana and Tom were in an open relationship and maybe even hooking up with Raquel. Like, Like Ariana and Tom hooking up with Raquel and then Tom and Raquel started like their own thing on the side. So that was my theory before I saw the trailer. But like. Just tell me
0: briefly, like, your gist, like, your thoughts of it. I saw the open relationship thing. I also saw Denton Wap post, like, that they, the three of them had, like, an orgy and that. I don't, I I didn't see that, but that's probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I saw that and that, but listen, I think that it's wild, the coverage that this, like, it was in the Wall Street Journal, like. like it's insane. really there needs to be a study of how this got this kind of coverage, I think, because I've been trying to think about it. I think the secret sauce here is that reality TV people cheat, right? That's mm-hmm. like no one. It blows over. Mm-hmm. They all do it. Mm-hmm. I think with this situation, it's like two part as to why it's so big. One, it involved like a really long-term relationship and a friend, Mm -hmm. right? Because if it was just Sandoval with like Miami girl, Mm -hmm. people would be like, okay. But it's a really long-term relationship, a really long-term affair. And the girl is like a friend of the of Ariana. Yeah. I think the second part and maybe equally as important is like. People always hated Tom Sandoval. Ex- yeah, so you finally got <laughs> a, like real of, reason like, to hate a him. Real reason to fucking but just besides hate him being him. so fucking annoying. Besides him being like so cringe and so, so annoying, self-involved, and, like his and so I- gross. They find so I think you know how that is on like the internet. Like even whenever I see, I even had a friend who's like an influencer have like a thing and. She was like, everyone turned on me. And I was like, no, the people that hate you uh, hate you more so now true. and have a reason to hate you. But the people that love you didn't start hating you. I know. But so that's what I think is like, Sandoval was like unanimously. Kind of disliked, yeah. And no one, no one could like pinpoint. Like, wait, why do we hate this guy? And now it's like this guy's such a loser. <laughs> He's so, so sucky, and but so I think that that's that's a big part of it—the like sure. friend part, yeah. And then and, that it's the validation for people's feelings, and especially though, because Whitney, like Ariana, and I've had her on my podcast <sighs> mm-hmm, a few times, mm-hmm. and she's really cool. Mm-hmm she's never felt this and I can agree with what her feelings used to be. She never got this like outpouring of love from people like Stasi, when Stasi was on was like the ringleader mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Ariana was like, yeah, Ariana's cool, but no one was obsessed. Like she didn't have this like fandom and I think now to see the country literally rallying around her. Mm-hmm. First of all, I'm like, it takes this kind of a thing for you guys to like realize that there's a really cool chick here. I know. That I he- always
1: loved Ariana. I thought she was the only, like, one of the only ones that I could be friends with on the show. But I also was like, Ariana never liked Tom. Like, I was <laughs> like, there's no way that Ariana ever liked Tom because, like, it's just impossible. So that's why I'm just like, I I believe I don't know. I, I it's just I I don't think he I to, I think he did the wrong thing. I think Raquel did the wrong thing. I think I feel I feel horrible for Ariana, but like it's just so hard for me to believe that she that that she's even that
0: she, she's so heartbroken. I just feel like she, I don't know. I then, Do you think she's like, she's like happy. For, no, for sure a now. Little relieved, a little relieved. A little relieved, I think. Now, now she's for sure. Well, now I get your point, and I could agree. Like, I could take that in for a moment and be like, maybe she's, she was happy from the beginning. But I think that for sure now, I mean, this is her. Her coming Coming out party. This is like her time to shine. How cool of her that while this was happening, she deactivated her social media. Yeah. And like I even told Katie, I was like, her numbers could have gone up. You know, all of their numbers went up. Like, all of their numbers. It stopped her from growing because she deactivated. Well, yeah, when are they going to follow her? She wasn't on Instagram. Oh, my God. So she came back like weeks later, but it wasn't the same speed that it could have been if she, you know, and it's wild because I know people that I don't know if they do this here. I know they do this in Israel, which is so gross. Mm -hmm. Like when a celeb will have a scandal, a scandal, they'll go private. So people have to like request them to follow them so they'll get, like, more followers than just leaving it open and then people could just come in and out oh and see it? Oh, my God. I, know didn't I, mean? know.
1: I didn't know that if you go private, you get you would get more followers.
0: Well, think about it. If right now you have a scandal, okay? Everyone's typing in Whitney to see your page. Right. So they they all... wouldn't necessarily need to follow you because, like, they'll just go see it. Right. So what celebrities in Israel do, and I see it every time there, oh. have heard from a few of them, is, like, they'll go private so that like all the influx of people who are interested will have to hit follow. So Ariana is like the opposite, like too cool for school. What are you going off like what are you going off Instagram though? You could have I know. You could have got so many It's cool of her that she doesn't care. Yeah, it's cool that like that wasn't even a thought
1: that that didn't even really cross her mind. Meanwhile
0: Raquel is like updating her haters. How is she gonna handle this reunion? Like how is she gonna mentally like, this girl shakes when she, like, says la-la. Like, she can't say la-la without, like, crying. I know. How are you going to handle sitting on a eight-on-one and everyone... Like, I kept on saying this, like, my thing since the beginning has been, does she know what she... Like, is she strong enough to handle the, the bed that she made? Yeah. Because... She's not like who is. I wouldn't be able to handle that shit. (sighs) But she's like, do you know? By the way, Whitney. Speaking of Vanderpump Rules, Vanderpump Rules will always have a special place in my heart, and I'll always, even when there were off seasons, Vanderpump Rules was the first show that I like reviewed, like on my Instagram. This was when I still had an odd job Uh when I moved (laughs) after I moved here, and I I didn't have much to do there, so I would just watch all of vanderpump rules it was from the so beginning good. and that's when i started like filming it with my phone and kind of talking about what happened so vanderpump rules it was literally part of my early kind of like um, success of like how people yeah. found you and stuff yeah, yeah th- because then bravo like invited me to a thing and i was like oh my god bravo and like it but it just was it was kind of my entryway into and then i had them on my podcast and it was so Cool that I had these like reality. TV- oh my god! Oh, TMZ just posted arrives in LA before reunion. I mean, she must be happy that like she's on TMZ. Oh, you know? that's a
1: hundred percent why she's doing it. Real quick. You are you're so good about posting just like what you do, what you're up to, like little tidbits of your family, but also holding back. Do you really? feel like, holds back? I feel like okay. you hold back like a like a little bit of stuff relationship with your husband. I feel mm-hmm. like' we're, we don't really the ins and outs of that, which I respect. True. I never. Timmy and I do our own show on YouTube and stuff, but nobody's like really in our world. But does that all come naturally to you? Like, I wish I flexed the muscle of like posting more d- what I was up to, just like being more of a community builder. And it comes so naturally to you.
0: Yeah, it comes naturally. If yeah. it didn't, then I couldn't do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's why I would say like if I d- if it didn't come naturally, then it just wouldn't. Happen? Yeah, you that's know? what I've kind of come
1: to. I'm like, I'm not gonna be an influencer in, that like shows what I'm up to all day or whatever. I just can't. It's so weird yeah. when you
0: have to think about it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I just had somebody that works with me like tell me to. I don't know what word like was keep, used like keep up appearances or, or like
1: curate something more or something. No, no.
0: Yeah. no like comment on other influencers. Po- and I'm like, did uh-huh. you not get to know me that like nothing? I will never do something that isn't. And I was like, wait, is that why that influencer is commenting on my posts? Like all of a sudden, like connected the dots because I can be really naive because the way I am is so just off the Authentic. cuff that I, yeah. that I don't think about those things. And I was like, is that why they're commenting on not- my
1: right? Like you don't want to be strategic. That's not your vibe. Yeah, yeah. So that's
0: my thing. It's like I'm so not strategic when it comes to it. I'm sure I can learn more about that because no. a lot of people, you know, no, I think there it's is better. something. No, this works for me. Yeah. You know, my husband is always like, keep doing exactly what you're doing. Yeah. He's like, don't 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 change it's part because like i'll d- overthink things sometimes and he's like it's working yeah you know yeah so don't think it but yeah if it didn't come if it didn't come now if i had to think about it when do you think i would post half the shit i fucking post I know. if i thought about it for an extra second like i'd be like this is stupid you know who, want, who cares about this but like i can't think like that because if i thought about who cares about this show that i'm watching it's probably 30 percent of the people are watching right now i don't care that you right. know, seventy percent of the people are going to top through. Right? Does everyone care about kids? No, but I'm going to post my kid when I want to post my kid. Right. Does everyone care about you know my stomach issues? No, but I'm going to update about my tummy. So yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm just gonna. You're just gonna. I'm just gonna do post, you, and that's. I'm what's just working. gonna post, yeah. and 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 you know what? I rather if I want people to stay that like care about it, you know, and if you don't, then like leave. Like I rather, I seriously sometimes I know this sounds re- you're not going to believe me, and it's fine. I rather have like less people, but like people that really want to be here than like more people because they think they're going to get something else. It's like, no, I want you to know that in a day you can get my kid, you can get, you know, the fuck and you can get uh, things about TV or or whatever. But but I but I want people around that like just want to be here for it all. So I don't care if it's like not interesting to, to, to people then tap through how hard is it to tap through it's like one of the easiest things t- you can do 100% 100%
1: you no, know I'm so with you and I, I I think that it's it's something that we all have to tell ourselves more and like Timmy will say the same thing to me he'll be like There's no one else that's you. So the the thing that you can be the most successful at is being you. So don't like just stay in your own lane. Don't be focusing on what everybody else is doing or what everybody else thinks. Like do you and the people that are interested will come.
0: You know, Jackie Schimmel that has a podcast in uh, Dear Media. So somebody or she reposted like a clip of her podcast that I literally screen recorded, saved it on my phone and put in my favorites because it literally, I play it to myself sometimes. She said, if you find yourself comparing yourself to another person, stop what you're doing. Like, punch yourself in the face. (laughs) You pathetic piece of shit. You're such a loser. You're so beta. Like, it's embarrassing and she says all this shit and like it's i think i first of all it's so true because it gives you nothing but make you miserable and you know what's so funny it's like i asked my husband i like played it for my husband i was like right don't you feel? and he was like he doesn't compare himself to anybody else like it doesn't
1: even he doesn't even like what a world yeah
0: what a world and i'm like i don't know if it's something specific for like social media world or whatever or that, yeah, but yeah if
1: it's like a gender thing that we care more about other Yeah people, it yeah. was a gender thing yeah. but like
0: cuz I've played this clip for a few people already and I don't think they had as strong of a reaction as I did because I feel like I do need that reminder because even though I do do my own thing or whatever you could look left or right and be like oh should I be doing this mm-hmm. though or should I be doing that mm-hmm. or and then I hear you know Jackie Schimmel being really mean about it and I'm like that's so it's true. A reality though. It gives you mm-hmm. nothing. So just do what you're doing and what feels right to you, and listen to your gut. Like I didn't want to open a TikTok. I was like, TikTok isn't me. TikTok isn't me. Everyone was in my ear, like your clips would do so good, and like la la la. come to like years long of pressure. Opened it. Mm-hmm. Wanted to die every day because I felt like you start from zero, and then you have to like have people follow you like from the beginning. And then like, and then like the content there isn't, I'm not going to start I'm your not vibe start like pointing at the green screens or doing dances. So I literally like, <laughs> <laughs> can you guys like, so I, I deactivated it I and I was like, I always listen to myself and hear like, it's okay. Sometimes you can be influenced. And I was after literally 2021 of my agents, my like people that would come and pod be like, you don't have a thing you should do. T- So I did it and then I was like, Mm -hmm. the fact that this is taking up space in my brain and telling me that like, I'm not good at it or like, no, 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 I don't need that in my life. Let me just do what I know and that's it. So I deleted it. Feels better. Yeah,
1: no, I think that's so important. It's also like important to do like quality stuff, less quality stuff as opposed to just like spreading yourself thin and doing everything in like a half-ass way.
0: Where can everybody like, listen to your podcast to all the things so not skinny but not fat is my dumb stupid name that has nothing to do with <laughs> anything that I talk about or discuss that's my podcast and my Instagram amazing you're the best thank you Whitney of course I love you I love and you I've too. watched you forever Aww. thank you for having me and you have to come on mine too I will I will I will okay all right okay talk to you soon bye babe bye.